guys and welcome back to another episode of the Nursing Handover podcast with your favourite dynamic duo. You have me, Jerry, and the lovely Diane. We're back with another episode. <laughs> yes, guys, we are coming to you live in the second week of February and we are mm-hmm. celebrating everything. Love, love and more love. Of course. I can't lie though, I don't love the snow. Okay. And I, you know, when you look outside your window and you see snow, it doesn't give me joy. It gives me horror. I can't even lie. So the pictures I've been seeing look super cute. However, I, I can I can take fresh snow. But after people have stepped in it and it becomes ice, I'm not breaking my neck. Mm-mm. No, you better not break your bloody neck, please. please. <laughs> like, yesterday, <laughs> I think I was driving home. Please tell me why when I turned the corner, I went left and the car went right. Yeah. Exactly. You see, you see, this is and this is what makes me very annoyed, is that this country gets snow every year. It's a given. A belt, it may not be at the same time every year. So why is the common sense not common and you grip the road properly? You know it's been coming. The weather forecast has been telling you that it's coming. Our phones have shown us that it's coming. But, <laughs> but it's until somebody slides from A to B that you decide mm-hmm. you want to grip the roads. Imagine. But anyway... But yeah, apart from the snow, I'm all here for love, 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 love. But no, how's your week been, baby girl? Oh my God. Let's just say, yeah, Gigi knows what I'm talking about. It's been eventful, to say the least. Very eventful. <laughs> but we move, in it. Like, I'm good. I'm keeping busy. I'm working. I kind of feel like because I'm hearing, I'm hearing, you know, little inklings of freedom being soon without mentioning anything about what you know the thing that shall not be named because we're not going to name it this episode okay. i've been hearing little peaks of freedom so that's making i've stayed away yeah. because there's too much sadness yeah i've been me. hearing i've been little peaks of freedom so that's giving me a bit of life of energy mm. um uni is still like a heavy load on my back but again we move yeah and yeah i'm just chopping it up you know Living life, loving life, talking to people here and there. What can you do? Of course. That's do it. what you can do. That's right. Mm-hmm. That is right. And what about you? What's 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 happening? I don't even know where to start. I think just think, you know, the week before half term and school nursing is going busy because next week we are not going to be in motion. Um, for those who don't know, I work term time only. So trust me, I'm definitely looking forward to being off next week like the I was, last I was gonna say, do you like it like do you do you like the fact you've got it coming so you know i'm gonna chill yeah because as you know me i don't like to rest yeah, so she doesn't. I, I feel like having a holiday every six weeks more let's say is more of what i need yeah yeah and yeah it's giving me like, to slow down yeah and it's giving me like proper structure like don't get me wrong I miss working full time because there is a difference in pay. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But I just think where my life is right now, this is what yeah. I need. Yeah, it like, works. Around me and let me focus on doing the things that I want to do and stuff like that. So I'm quite happy and it's quite nice. I just miss being able to pick and choose when I go away. But again, mm. with last year and the way this year is looking, we ain't going anywhere. God forbid. But, you know... For now, yeah. I'm happy with my every six weeks. So I think when I was still clinical or just working full time, the thought of like annual leave coming, you're like, what am I going to do? I'm just mm. going to do more bank. It's just, 
it like it sticks in my head and it becomes a routine. Whereas, trust me, I'm ready <clears throat> Friday to put my auto response on and be out of the office. For <laughs> Honestly, I am counting down the days. It's just gotten busy, and I just think you know what? It's more so. Sorry, excuse me. It's just more so. It's been quite difficult. It's been quite tiresome trying to work the way we're working. Mm. Obviously, I've never worked in school nursing in the real world. Yeah. But from what I can gather, this is definitely not it. So there's a lot of strain on everyone, even for like yourself, as you've probably seen on placement and stuff. Like we're working under new measures that, yes, they've done it for about a year, but it's still not the best. We're still trying to balance where we can and do the best we can. Mm. So... We're just kind I of think like that. Really. I think a big issue as well when you've come from acute and you're in community is we're very much forgotten about. A lot yeah. of the focus and attention is on people that are in the hospital, but I think society and government and media forget that they people leave hospital and have to live in their communities, and that's where we come in. Exactly. And it's been very very difficult having to safeguard children, having to support families, having to give the care you want to give because you're so restricted by measures yeah and um, that you're having to not do a half job but you're not doing it the way you'd love to do it you know? yeah I think even following on from what you're saying I think sometimes you feel like you need to give well you should be giving your all but you need you need to give your all plus more yeah and for a lot of places not just where where I'm working at this moment in time people have been redeployed but the caseload has not been redeployed with them Obviously, yeah. they can't take that to the to the acute where they're doing other stuff. So that backlog is also falling onto us. And it's becoming, a well, for me, it's becoming a strain. Mm. Because where I'm still, I still see myself as I'm very new to school nursing. And I'm still learning the ropes. Like I've always said, I have no community, no community experience whatsoever. But then, but then think about it, though. What is community experience that wasn't different to your previous role? I, do you know what I think it's just more so how they work and yeah. how and like using different systems like I've worked within the state prior to this and prior to my stint in ICU I've pretty much worked in the same trust I've gone to different places within the trust but like their operating systems I knew like the back of my hand so yeah I've come somewhere that for example uses Rio I've never had to use Rio before I don't even know, yeah. like, I've gone for my training and stuff, but, you know, you pick up other skills from, like, your other team members. Mm. I don't even know if those skills are correct, but I'm doing the best I can with what I can. It just seems like everyone's trying to juggle. Yeah, definitely. It's it's all a challenge, and also it's very hard to be a novice or to be new yeah. in an environment. Like, I feel like in student status, our course has been structured very differently. Mm-hmm. Our placements are a bit different. Um, and I definitely am seeing the impact as I'm becoming more independent in my practice and I'm having my trying to build my own caseload mm-hmm. that it's having on families. So, you know, for example, of course, I can't disclose anything, but I had an amazing contact today. And I know for a fact that if I never saw this mother face to face, we would not have had the rapport that we had. Exactly. And she wouldn't, and she wouldn't have disclosed to me the thing she disclosed to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so it stressed me how much. We need to raise the profile for community, first of all. I think it's mm-hmm. very important. Um, and we need to make people see that healthcare is everywhere. It doesn't stop at the hospital doors. It, it's, it's everywhere. And it's everybody's business to be mindful of it, you know? Yeah. In whatever type of aspect of nursing that you're working in, whether you're district nursing or community nursing, school nursing, health visiting, 
xyz there's so many different realms that you know what it's not just one size fits all yeah and everyone's suffering yeah we all work together to be able to provide a holistic way of life for our patients service users whatever you'd like lovely you'd like to call these lovely people that we care for yeah but no so apart from that I think I'm just I'm just tired (laughs) well sis think of us on Monday when you're turning over and you're silencing the alarm well, we're putting on our Wellington boots to go in the snow. Think of us. Honestly, yeah. I, I put my foot down and said, I can't lie. Like I said, my car went left and I went right. I'm not going back out there until it's it's the ice has disappeared to somewhat that I can drive my car without skidding. Trust me. Because as the words of Burner Boy, I can't come and kill myself. Preach it, girl. <laughs> That's it. That is it. Oh, that so is apart, right. Honestly, so apart from that... Like, I've been fine, I've been cool. I've got some exciting stuff happening. Um, mm-hmm. Just really as it is. That's it. We're just keeping mope, keeping positive, keeping active. Guys, if you see Jerry, yeah, she's glowing. Her face, there's <laughs> not even a pimple on her face, guys. Girl, mm. do you know what you mom calls what, it? You see what I'm seeing? There's not even a pimple on her face. Honestly, all mom calls it the light bulb moment because... <laughs> If you now take a picture of me, my cheeks and my eyes, look, they're all shining. Please tell me what's shining. Guys, that is why I'm going to just put a PSA out here, yeah? Make sure that you're happy. Prioritise your happiness. This is what happiness looks like, okay? <laughs> guys, be happy, yeah? That's all, I, if that's, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Boy. So following the words that Diane has just lovely shared, yes. this episode... As this, come on, guys, you guys already know that we had to come and do something for Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. So, this episode is going to be on my favorite topic, duh, <laughs> dating and relationships. Obviously, <laughs> in a nursing aspect, but you know, who yes. love talking about dating and relationships and boys? Yes, and boys, boys, boys. Everything. So, I don't even know where to begin. I'm literally all giddy. I can uh, post it down somewhere. <laughs> so like you know february is the month of love but the month of love i believe should be every month but anyway amen i digress i don't i don't know how you guys feel but honestly before i met my partner dating as a nurse has been a struggle Mm. with a capital s like i've wow i'm going back to some real good things i've you i've like utilized like online dating met people in person xyz I have purposely said to myself I was never going to meet anyone at work because I'm too afraid of what may happen. Okay, so you're not about business and pleasure. No, I just feel like it gets super messy and then it gets awkward because now if I see you walking down the corridor, I have to actually have to say something like, no, 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 that stresses me out too much. So personally, you don't want no, you don't want no cheeky, no cheeky kiss in in the in the um in the sluice, yeah, in the sluice. <laughs> Little particles fly around now, girl. I'm good. No, <laughs> but no, like I don't know how you found dating as a nurse. I've but well, even when I think about it as a student, like you, I don't even know where to begin. You have ups and downs to everything, but yeah, boy. I, I mean, go on. I mean, one thing I will say being a nurse and dating is you need someone that's very understanding of the life that you have because yeah you don't have a structured life for everybody else um you know you're doing nights you're doing days you could be doing a a course 
you have a really demanding caseload, you may not always have that time for them. Exactly. Um, so I feel like that's one of the things the person has to be quite understanding. Yeah. Do you um, know what? Go, going on your topic, I remember when I started my first clinical job, when I first left uni, yeah. during my induction, I remember one of the streamers, because obviously I started in A&E, one of the streamers said to me, she purposely has gone for streaming because, you know, her husband doesn't like her being out past 10 p.m. So this is a job that she can do within hours, let's say, and that she can go home at night and cook for her husband and her kids. And she was so, like, go on. For those that don't know what streaming is, let us know what is streaming. So streaming is, depending on the type of A&E your local A&E is, um, streaming is where, like, the first people you'll see, they'll kind of, you tell them what's happened and they'll direct you. So whether you're going to go to, if you're under 16, if you're going to go to children's emergency or you're going to go to minors, if you've had a minor injury or possibly a minor illness, depending on what's actually happened. Majors for more critical stuff and resus. That says it in the name. I'm not going to explain that. Resuscitation. So you basically give them like a quick snapshot of what's been happening. They kind of like signpost you to where exactly you need to go. Obviously, you know, we're human. Some people get it wrong. But majority of the time, you kind of are where you need to be. Okay, so for that lady, that worked for her. Yeah. And obviously, streaming, just like shift work, you have you have your allocated shifts. So for her, she said, you know, she would do, she's happy to do day shifts, no nights and no weekends. Obviously, mm. it's not as easy to have your rotor set like that, depending on where you go. But as she said to me, when you're in such a position you can manipulate and do things as you please yeah which you know as time goes on you kind of your rotor kind of works to you and you do the best you can with what you can and mm. also if you are like acute sometimes if you're rot- whoever's doing the rotor you're pally pally with them it can work in your favor not saying that's the way things should go but you know guys let's keep it real it happens yeah and if you don't ask you don't get exactly so that's what she said to me. And even when I think back to like our final placement, I remember my mentor was also like, when you when you start dating, well, when you start dating, well, when you are dating, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you have to find someone who's going to be like you meant, like you said, Dan, someone that's going to be understanding of your shift pattern. Because if you do work shifts like we did, you're literally working 24-7. So yeah, definitely. it's going to accommodate you when where possible. Yeah, I think also the fact that you're tired. So if you do shift work, you might do three, four, three, four, whatever combination you decide to allocate yourself for your given. Mm-hmm. So it may not be that you're working all every day of the week, but you have to recover for the next shift because it takes a lot exactly. out of you. So I may not want to have sex today. Sorry, tired, not on it. You need someone understanding of that, for example. Yeah. Or it may be you can't go for dinner that evening because you've literally come off a night shift that morning um so it's it's being someone that's very aware yeah. of what you have going on that is really important big time mm-hmm. big, and big I time. think like oh honestly some of the some of the memories are just really bad but um yeah it's just kind of what works in your favor these are like little gems that were shared with me and I've kind of always gone with that mindset but Obviously, things change, people change, what you want changes. And you just adapt yeah. to what it is you're looking for, really. But, yeah, or they adapt to you. Exactly. But because of, like, 
from my own experience because of like how my rotor worked it was just easier for me to just online date because mm-hmm. you know when everyone's out on a Saturday night living their best lives I'm here in Ailey not living my best well living my best life a different way so yeah. for me I found it easier to online date like I know it's not for everyone and you kind of have your own well even like with normal dating I think you kind of get into your own gist of how you you like things to run so when you like so for example if you met someone online you swipe right you know you start the conversation you might exchange numbers you might stay on the app you might decide to go for a drink obviously when the world was open xyz but I don't know you just meet some people you tell them you're a nurse and you get all the horrible horrible chat outlines like I can't lie I used to block people the moment they'll be like oh so you're a nurse does this mean you can come take care of me? I know, what man. Lack of originality. Honestly, like, the whole perception of, like, uh, inverted commas, slutty nurse, or I'm going to come and be that type of person to just anyone, no, honey, no, no, no. It's just yeah. not going to run. And the thing is, this is what we contend with like forever like as soon as you open your mouth to say you're a nurse people's images of what you are are very contorted like for real like like I remember someone even asked me about my uniform and I was just like what you're thinking and what my uniform really is the two do not mix like I've got this nurse wearing this white and red piping dress that is like you know, fist net tights, get those surgical gloves on. Come on, exactly. In the tightest, <laughs> with the tightest cleavage out to show, and then a little pinny on my head or some something like that. Like, no, trust me. If I came to you as a nurse, you'd be looking at me like, "What is this? I'm sick, and this is what you come to do." It's not even <laughs> that. Like when we're working, yeah, no one's got time to be done up. I'm I'm working. I'm here to make money. I look after my patients. I'm here to get the best care. Time. Exactly. You know, boy, but it's true. Oh my goodness, yeah. But then saying that, would you date another nurse? Oh, girl, I tried and failed. Misery, like no. (laughs) Baby girl, (laughs) I've drove to you on that tried and failed. It's okay. Honestly, never, never again. To be honest, there was a lot of ups and downs. I mean, like we both worked in A and E, and no, it wasn't my A and E department. Thank my lucky stars because I can't lie I probably would have upped and quit as soon as it started but no I was initially in my head I was like yeah I can do this like we both work shifts it will work but no 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 Mm -mm. no no Mm -mm. it's just not for me I just can't do it Mm -mm. you know what I don't know like obviously I've dated so I have dated and it is easier in a sense of you both understand your work, I would say. Yeah. Depending depending on if the person you're with is not a prick, but you understand <laughs> each other. <laughs> you understand each other, and you can kind of appreciate someone else's tiredness. You can understand they've had a bad day to an extent. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it can also be kind of tedious because if they're too busy, mm-hmm. and if you can't have the same shifts off, you can't really see each other. You're like passing ships. Um, you know what I don't even think that's just a nurse I think there's just any type of other healthcare professional that works shifts yeah yeah because but then there's like, some people that are married to the job though 
exactly like don't get me wrong I'm with you there like sometimes it is easier when you ha- when your partner does also work in healthcare and you like you know when you've had a horrible shift and you come to tell people who are not healthcare related and they look at you like you just ruined their day whereas yeah. you could tell that person or like your other nursing or HCP friends and they'll understand you yeah it's quite nice to have that sort of relationship to be able to share such because sometimes just like you know Diane those days that you come home and you just need a debrief like a proper proper debrief like no I can't can't lie that that was the best thing about dating another nurse because we had nicknames for the patients as in like did you have so-and-so today I mean we didn't disclose specific information guys (laughs) just putting that out there but we would you would categorize certain stuff and we'd have words for certain things so it was interesting it was fun it wasn't an issue and I enjoyed hearing about his day don't know if you enjoyed hearing about my day because we ain't together but I mean <laughs> do you know what I mean <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah so in my head I kind of feel like it wasn't bad would I do it again probably not we might go higher consultant maybe you know of course aim for Someone. the stars baby girl aim for the that's stars that's it that's it <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> but no I don't know if I'll do it again you know I, and I couldn't work with them no, no never do you know what saying that I remember when I was a student on my A&E placement, there was a husband, you know the amount of husband and wives that work together? Yes, in even on NICU. Even on NICU. Honestly, in my head, I was just like, why? Like, as exactly. much as I love you, I don't want to see you every That's day. It. And also, why are we, when do we spend time together when we're clearly on opposite shifts because of the kids? Not even that, yeah. I see you in the bedroom. I see you in the kitchen. I see you in the car. I see you on the shift. I see you in handover. Yeah. What happens when I want to make a clinical decision and you don't agree? Hmm? And now we're fighting and then the whole world can see. So do we beef as husband and wife or are we beefing as colleagues? Because you know that beef will reach home. Honestly, because you can't you can't separate that. Like you can't... I don't know about you guys, but I, as much as I care for my partner, I also like to be away from him. Yeah. So me, us, even us like working from home together has been... I struggled with itself. <laughs> and he's a teacher. So, you know, even that itself has proven to sometimes be difficult, but working together, like actually working together, I can't personally think of anything worse. No, um, it's all right. Not at all. It's all right. I can't, no, no, no. Imagine you've argued and then you, you have to meet you in the handover room. Yeah. You Can imagine. What if we now are on shift together, same day, same time? We now have to ride in the car together. After we've just argued. I, don't <laughs> like, I can't lie to you. Everybody knows wards, clinical areas, community, outpatients, day surgery. People are very inner and nosy. And people love an office romance. So you can imagine being on your in your area and people know you're dating so and so. They'll be keeping tabs on him for you, even. <laughs> He'll go and break, or she'll go and break, and then the other person's country report off. Oh, I've seen so and so. You might want to keep your eye on it. Like, really? Mm-mm. I don't know. That's just my perception. That's how I think it would happen. So, me working with someone and dating, mm-mm. Mm-mm. no. It's, it's, so, we had a romance on Niku, and anybody who is from the Niku I worked at will know about this romance because it was Peppa. <laughs> not not pepper as in it lasted a long time but it was hot it was that quick hot pepper yeah Lord, and it was between a nurse a male nurse and a female doctor right 
And hold on, hold on, hold on. As you say that, does the dynamics change? Because you know how, like, we're nurses, so we're thinking about our counterparts. Mm. But when it's a male nurse and his counterpart, does that change? Do you get where I'm coming from? Yeah, yeah. Is it different? Yeah, because, like, well, every relationship's different. But as women, we can share the same view. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd love to know. Come on, any guy out there? Come on, speak up, stand Last your ground. This is your time to shine. Trust me. But, yeah, so male nurse, female doctor. She was a junior doctor. Um, and apparently they had a bit of a rendezvous. They, they'd kissed in, like, the, the, the linen room, apparently, at one point. And they actually were flirting during, like, grand round. So the consultant, the other doctor, <laughs> and he, obviously the male nurse is with the patient, and they were flirting. And apparently, like, the, cons- the consultant, I don't know if he reprimanded them, but it was apparently very obvious what was going on. Um, but just to add insult to injury, yeah? Mm-hmm. And for any girls out here, just because he's a nurse doesn't mean he's a sweet boy. He can also do FBA behavior, which is fuckboy association behavior, right? <laughs> this guy was also talking to another female doctor and it became a triangle. On hmm? the same unit? On the same unit, sis. The same unit. Wow. So it became, a, apparently, I think those two doctors had a bit of a tiff, obviously, because of, of this guy. I mean, it, it obviously all disintegrated and it ended quite abruptly. Yeah. But it was the the go- it was the you know that the gossip on the unit. Did you know? Did you hear? How didn't you know? Oh my god, you're late. Blah, 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 blah. We had entertainment on that wood. I mean, we're doing work, guys. Don't worry. No babies were no babies were harmed mm-hmm. during during this. But it was just like bloody hell, like mate, Casanova over here. And I think because it was a nurse and doctors. Mm. Um, I don't know if it had flipped around and if it had been he, two male doctors and the female nurse, how it would, would have been perceived. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know, because I just find it as, like, yes, the nurse was a male nurse. If it was a female nurse, would it have still been with the same vim? Yeah, that's it. That's exactly it. But then I also think, is it just because he's a male nurse? Like, I can't lie. Let's look, if I use the word stigma, it's going to sound negative, but the stigma of a male nurse, everyone, you know, sees this guy. Like, you have two streams. You ever see this guy who is the it guy doing everything, like literally women are fainting at his feet, or you have the opposite that is the complete opposite of what I said. Yeah. Like, there's never an in-between. And if you see anything in-between, you're like, oh, that's different. Hmm. Mm. Do you get where I'm coming from? Yeah. I just, oh, I don't know. Personally, I just wouldn't because, see, that that story alone is peppering my heart. Yeah. And the thing about it is, let me tell you one thing, peeps, yeah? I don't remember one of the girls' names, but if I saw her face, I would remember. <laughs> because that's how the story was. I remember being at brunch with other doctors and we were discussing the story months later. That's how you know... And the girl's name just came into my head now. So that's why I even remember. See, I remember the story. So, guys, just be careful when it comes to mixing business with pleasure because you don't want to be burnt by an FBA member and you have 
the rest of your colleagues front row center seat with popcorn watching it all play out yeah because I can't lie I can't I agree with Dan because I find like again I'm not slating doctors because you guys also do an amazing job but they will leave and you will remain like us nurses I think this is one of our issues okay maybe not me personally because I'd like to chop and change but people like to stay in the same place same place the same place for ages Mm. and yes like you become a family don't get me wrong but this information won't go anywhere as in people just continue to keep bringing up you have to like live it down and then every time they know about a new partner then they'll be questioning like oh so you're definitely not still on with so and so Mm -hmm. I I don't know I just find it too close to comfort like I'm when it comes to like dating and relationships I'm an open book but I'm also a very private person to an extent Mm. and I don't know initially I thought going out with a nurse might be the way forward but that proved wrong I just think it was proved wrong because he was also a member of the FBA club there you go see what um, I mean for many other reasons but (laughs) honestly if I was to get into this this is not even the episode for that but you know what luckily no one knows him (laughs) <laughs> that's, that's right and we'll keep it as it is but yes i just can't anonymous exactly i just can't even fathom to think of ever dating another i even said it another healthcare professional i just can't yeah do you know what i probably date a doctor i don't think i'd mind dating a doctor because it meant i can go part-time but <laughs> <laughs> eventually when they reach consultant stage guys I'm joking don't take me for gospel but (laughs) saying that I also do believe if we do different things we bring different things to the relationship oh for sure Um, and I don't know if anybody is familiar with this if you have friends who work in healthcare or you are health professional you talk about your job a lot and you don't realize how much you do it and sometimes I have to catch myself because because I I love my job and I live and breathe what I do it's just a natural thing to talk about and then um, it's like if it's not your job it's something else that's related, related. To yeah I'm, not talking about what I'm, doing, I'm then talking about the podcast so i'm not talking about the podcast i'm talking about helping out with your stance and it's just like it never ends yeah yeah you're very tied to your job so i've lost my i've lost my train of thought guys it's been um, really gone sorry that's my I'm... fault you were talking about um Look, even forgot FBA is where I've last remember where I was. No, no, we've gone past that. You're talking about how we talk about our jobs too That's much. That's it. That's right. So I think it'd be nice to be somebody who wasn't in the same field as me. So there's mm-hmm. more to discuss. Would um, you date another nurse slash health health slash healthcare professional that wasn't Pete? What like, like a physio? Yeah, like a physio or you know uh radiologist yeah why not I don't, I don't know if I could you know why not but they gotta have good people skills because those people work alone a lot I don't know if they can handle my talking <laughs> <laughs> boy well then that's just uh, that's just after other interpersonal skills they need to get with get with the program yeah but there's a whole field of how can professionals that you can choose from if that's what you like people Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to mix mix up the health in your house, in your home, in your life, there's plenty. Plenty. Would you use an online dating site that was just for healthcare professionals? No. 
No, 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 no. Capital N and A-O. Do you want to know why? Why? Because as we know, and as we are always told throughout our careers, is healthcare, nursing, medicine, it is a small world. That's very true. My dear, you do not want to be on nurses and doctors online and then you're sat in panel and the consultant is somebody that was on the site the other day. And they're not going to say that they know you, but they know you. Well, yeah, they just know you differently. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. There's no way. Mm -mm. Can you imagine? Oh, gosh. But then, what if someone did it, though? What if someone actually made a dating site for health professionals? Because we struggle to meet other other companions because we spend so much time at work. Yeah, and if you're at time, if you're at time, if you spend most of your time at work, that's when someone's going to see in your element. That's when you're going to catch, you know, going to catch jokes. They're going to really see who you are. So I can't lie; it's a good. It's a, you're a walking advert for yourself at work. Yeah, but it's, but it's work though. Uh, do you, you know? know what? Talking about work, it's just like it's just the one thing I can't do. I have it literally ingrained in my head: don't poop where you work yeah definitely I, I I also just think as well if I'm in the position of authority and I've got to reprimand you as my partner or vice versa am I going to like it no um and also as well you're gonna face I feel like you would always be facing this issue of ah oh, he doesn't say anything to her people people will come and move very very jealous or oh, he doesn't ever reprimand her or her caseload is lighter than the rest or she got to go home early she's working from home more than we are like people will find any excuse to make mm. out that you that you're being treated differently and it may be very subtle it might be passive but you know about it that's just my personal opinion no no um, i think you're right there yeah i just think it's quite different like i just wouldn't want to work physically together i just if anything would just prefer to um work in separate units so separate that we don't actually know that each other exists yeah I'd, w- I'd want it to be that oh that's that's your girl oh I didn't know that you're yeah that's how it should be and you didn't know yeah you did not know <laughs> that's how it should be isn't it cute and keeping it that way mm-hmm. no, with all that being said guys as this is a week of love and February is a month of love we also wanted to discuss safe relationships mm-hmm. I don't even know where to begin well safe safe, safe. <laughs> What does safe relationships mean to you? Okay, gosh, guys, I might have a long answer here. But safe relationships is, first of all, I'd say most importantly is being safe emotionally um, in the sense that, yeah, in the sense that, um, you know, the person you're with, you guys have a shared, have a shared understanding. Um, they understand what you've got going on if it's not a relationship if it's a situationship you know there's no not no secrets but it's very clear what's going on yeah I think that's what's very safe um in terms of physically you are being protected you know live your best life mm-hmm. do what you need to do but you're protecting yourself and that person's equally being protecting themselves mm-hmm. um, and you're just taking care but while having fun um mm-hmm. Yeah, more or less. Yeah, 
I kind of agree. I agree with you. I just think it's just maintaining like your safe steps, being able to have, have the open and honest conversations with people. Um, and by safe relationships, I don't just mean like safe partners or anything like that, but it could be any types of relationships. Like there's, yeah. whether it's at work, within your family, your friends, whoever, kind of like a mixture of all, like I mean, just maintaining like the boundaries and that understanding element. Like it's not easy for everyone, but you want to know that the people that you are trusting with your information and getting to know you are safe with that really. And yeah. I strongly believe that, especially when you look at things like grooming, we always seem we always seem to classify grooming as something that only happens to young children, but it can also happen to adults as well. So it's just like being aware of, um, what's the best way to put it? Just being aware of like signs, I was going to say signs and symptoms. But no, that is, that's correct because, you know, somebody could be spending a lot more time online. You yeah. might find this person isn't as social as they used to be. So mm-hmm. you could be having Zoom meetings every week and suddenly they're, they're not coming or they're coming late or they're distracted. Um, yeah. You might find the way they talk, the way they dress is changing. Um, their reaction to certain topics, they're very defensive of certain people. Mm-hmm. Um, listening to different kind of music. These are all signs and symptoms that could be really alarming, especially if you, you know the person very, very well. Yeah. Um, and because we're in the environment that we're in, there's probably a higher risk of that happening because people aren't physically socializing. Um, yeah, and obviously it's a, it's, it'll be harder now because everything is done behind virtually. the screen yeah. or mobile phone screen. And it's just like, just maintaining those safe relationships and, well, the internet's there. It's not. It may not always be the greatest, but there's always helplines and things if you're ever concerned. Well, as we always say, you can always hit us up also for, for being signposted and a bit of advice. Obviously, me and Diane are not, I was going to say not trained. No, I wouldn't say not trained, but... Um, we're not, we're not what, counsellors or... Yeah, but we can guess, signpost you to yeah. others that have more support if we're unable to give you what you need. It's just, this, I'm not going to say the word because we vowed that we wouldn't say the word. Mm-hmm. This time yeah. is the a very difficult time for everyone. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know how you have found this particular lockdown for me it's been quite difficult not just because of like how living arrangements or anything has been it's just all the other lockdowns we've kind of had things to look forward to yeah. and this one is like in the brink of winter we still got a long way to go before we come out like but, but then March and stuff we could but then don't you think don't you think the issue is as well is we're seeing other countries move on oh no 100 percent so we're more stuck this lockdown was be last year we're all in the same situation whereas as we've seen others are are being freed let's say yeah so with all that being said the word hasn't been said thankfully we're not saying that word (laughs) the environment the environment but you know just maintain your safe relationships um if you ever think like someone's being a bit coercive or anything like that feel free to get in contact like I know it's very sometimes it can be very hard for us to recognize for ourselves but it's I think sometimes just having the conversation whether it's with your friends family whoever not necessarily about you personally but it can open your eyes to think oh this is strange something's changed 
because like, we don't know what people are going through there's a lot of things out there's a lot of things going on currently and I just think we need to be I want to say more kind but I feel like we're, we're, we're doing that anyway but just being um, aware of what's around and reading but, the room but I would I would also say to add to that is by being safe is also spending time with you as a person yourself and being kind to yourself if you know who you are then and your self-love and appreciation for your own self then you won't tolerate certain things you'll be able to have boundaries you will respect Mm -hmm. yourself you won't be susceptible to certain behaviors Um, and I'm not saying that those people aren't coerced and those people are not groomed because anybody can be but I do believe that if you're secure in yourself and you prioritize caring for you as a person, um, you can pick up things quicker than a vulnerable person who is in a place where they really want to be acknowledged and they really want to be seen and they really want to be loved. Um, and if you do look at the patterns of people who have been groomed or um, people that have been coerced, there's always something there. Yeah. Um, a, you know, there's always a vulnerability that's been exploited by the perpetrator. And it could be a vulnerability that you can't control, like age. You know, you can't control age. Oh. That's a, and that's a vulnerability you can't control. If you're 15, you're 15. That's, you can't change that. But that's a vulnerability that somebody can try to exploit. Yeah. But again, if you're aware and, again, you talk in and you're open and you're expressive about certain things, you, you can step back and look at a situation and think, how does this serve me? Is this good for me? Is this safe? Am I happy? Does this relationship serve the both of us? Am I giving and he's taking or she's taking? Yeah. Whatever. So I definitely think... Power and control and things like that. Yeah, 100%. So the safe relationship starts with you. You, Are you safe with yourself? And what what are you letting inside? Yeah. And why do you want it? Exactly. You know? Why? The many questions... That we need to ask ourselves the mysteries of life people <laughs> but guys i think that's pretty much all we have for this beautiful week yes guys um so what is left to say really is happy valentine's day mm-hmm. or happy galentine's day whichever way you want to call it on the day yeah if you're gonna go all out and celebrate the week do your do your thing if you're going to celebrate just on the day, again, do your thing. At the end of the day, it is one moment to celebrate any kind of love. It can be romantic, it can be friendship, it can be yourself. But be love, live love and celebrate love. I can't say it anymore. Diane has basically said all the words for me. So guys, I agree with her. Listen, <laughs> repeat the last 10 seconds and take that in because that's the way it should be and it should be like that every day not Amen. just in the month of February it should be like that exactly. all the time and it should be throughout everything that you guys do mm-hmm. so until next time have a great week enjoy yourselves enjoy the snow if it's for you and we'll see you next week See you next week. (laughs) Take care, guys. Bye. Bye.